Hello, ladies. As I'm beginning this podcast, I am looking out one of my windows onto my property. And when I look out this particular window, I see trees, I see the mountains in the background, and the sun is just beginning to rise and hit the trees. And so the light is shining on part of the trees and then part of the trees is shaded. I have snow on the ground in spots. It's beginning to melt as spring is approaching. And I'm looking right at a cross that my husband put up a few years ago. And there was a couple dead trees on our property. He delimbed them made them into a cross, and he just wanted to put that up as a reminder. And he wanted me to make a sign that said, forgiveness. And on the top of the cross is this sign that says, forgiveness. And ladies, I just found it awesome how God works things out that it so correlates with what I'm going to be talking about with you this month. I was thinking of talking about direction. And it just, it, it just didn't seem to come together. And so this month, we're going to dive into God's word to see what God says about who you are. And so as I was looking right there, it says forgiveness. God says in his word, you are forgiven. So I just wanted to put that little um, story at the beginning of the podcast before I start with how awesome is it? that it just so happened, I look up as I'm starting the podcast and I see forgiveness. That's who we are. We are forgiven in Christ Jesus. How awesome is that? Are you ready to get started? Hello, ladies. Welcome to my podcast, Living a Sustainable Faith with Krista. It's Talkable Tuesday. This is where you will hear short, encouraging talks from the Word and then have a hand-lettered printable made by myself attached for you to be able to print off and continue to be encouraged by God's Word throughout the week. It is my desire to encourage you to be in God's Word because when you are in His Word, you will grow in your faith and your life will be full. Let's go ahead and get started. You and your soul are going to love it. I want to take a moment ladies, and follow up from last month's topic on prayer. The podcasts and the blogs were entitled, Let's Get Praying. Ladies, let me ask you, how is your prayer life going? Are you making it a default response to your life circumstances? Last month, I talked about motivating yourself to pray. And there were numerous things that we talked about to maybe be able to encourage you to pray and to make it a default response, to start making it something that is a priority in your life. We talked about making a prayer jar. I had a printable where you could um, print off 35 verses all about prayer, put it in a jar and be able to pick one out every day to encourage you with what God says in his word about prayer. Ladies, I've been doing that. I love that, to be honest. It's like a little present every day. You pick a little verse out, you read it, and you're kind of encouraged in the area of prayer and what God says about prayer, how to pray, why to pray. It's been great to be able to get into his word. So that was one way to encourage yourself to pray. I also had another printable where you could print off a prayer strategy card. 
I've been using that. I have loved it. It has given me a starting point instead of just kind of coming before the Lord and it's this huge thing of prayer and you kind of go, what? What am I doing? Where do I go? It's been a great starter for me. I've really enjoyed it. I want to encourage you ladies. You can go back to my printables on my blog at livingasustainablefaith.com in the month of February for 2021 and you'll see those printables that I had um, that I have there for you. Please go ahead, print them off. I encourage you, you could read the book Fervent. I am doing um, a book study right now with a group of ladies. It's grown. We're now about 20 of us. And it has been awesome. Such a motivator. That book talks about different things where the enemy tries to get in and deter you from having a life of prayer. It's been great. Ladies, if you haven't read that book, read it. It will encourage you and give you some strategies on how to pray. It encourages you to use scripture. I love that. Another thing we talked about was watch the movie War Room. What an encouraging movie to be able to start praying and why we want to pray and make it a priority. It is the way that we communicate with God. It's the number one way. Ladies, I want to encourage you. If you haven't started doing that, do it. And you know what? One of my goals, I also encourage you to make a goal. And one of my goals was to pray five minutes. I know, wimpy goal, but I needed to get started somewhere. And I wanted to be successful. Five minutes every day. And I incorporated it around the time that I spend with the Lord in my devotional reading his word. And you know what, ladies? I've been doing that. Some days I didn't want to do that. But you know what? When we obey the Lord and we obey what his word says. It's amazing. You may not want to be there at first, but then you know what? I would use that strategy card. I would just start going, be thankful and thank the Lord. Confess my sins. Get my stuff out of the way so the Lord can work. Make my requests. Be specific. Make them known. Then thank him for Jesus and then lay them there and be anxious to hear his answers. And be ready with whatever he answers, knowing that God is God. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's omnipresent. He knows everything. And be willing to take his answers. Even when I didn't feel like going there, use the prayer prayer card. I used it. It was great to encourage me to just pray. And when we obey, things happen. It's awesome. So ladies, It's been a great month of prayer, February, and it's still going for me. And I pray that it continues to be a lifelong pattern for you. And I'm praying that it's the same for me. Ladies, I want to encourage you. James 4, 8 says, draw near to the Lord and he will draw near to you. And I've noticed this month, specific prayers have been answered, some of them small, but so significant. And I've also noticed that when we draw close to the Lord, our perspective on life changes and it will change for you. I also know that I've been a little bit more apt to let the Lord move instead of always feeling I need to move, right? And solve this thing or do this thing, whatever it is in my prayer life that I'm praying about. And I'm more apt to allow the Lord to move and then move me. How awesome is that? Ladies, I want to encourage you. Start making prayer a default response to your life 
circumstances. I just wanted to spend a couple moments following up with you from last month in regards to prayer. Ladies, I want to encourage you, start praying. I know for me, it was, it was, it eluded me for years, but ladies, let's get going. There's no time like the present, isn't there? Let's be on our knees, ladies, and make our requests known to the Lord. Now, I'd like to turn our focus onto this month's topic, which is looking at who God says you are. Have you ever asked yourself, who am I? Who are you? I want you to think for a moment when you were young and then continue to think about as you grew through your teen years, your 20s, your 30s, and so on, how did you gain your identity? Who influenced you? What things made an impact on you to form your identity? The Cambridge Dictionary says the definition of identity is who a person is or the qualities of a person or group that make them different from others. Your identity. You know, ladies, in our society, we have so many people and things, our parents, TV, the internet, social media, friends, advertisement, books, and so on. And all of these are telling us what to wear, how to act, how to talk, what is cool, what to strive for in life, how to think, how to react, what kind of friends to have, what to value, how to have good relationships, how to have a good marriage, what is right, what is wrong. In a sense, they're all trying to tell us who we are. They are trying to give us our identity. Ladies, who are you? When I was in grade school, I went to a summer camp, and the name of the summer camp was Camp Koyania. It was located in the Santa Cruz Mountains in California. I loved going to this camp as a child. I was in grade school. I went like my fourth, fifth, and sixth grade year. I loved it. I thought this place was like the Taj Mahal. You know, we all got little cabins to sleep in. There were bathrooms in the cabin. We had a pool. There was a brook that that ran alongside the camp. There was a big field we could play in. There was a stage. There was archery. It was like a kid's paradise. I loved kids camp. And and each year there was a theme that they chose to talk about. And one year in particular, the theme was you are adopted into God's family. As the Bible study times talked about being adopted by God and that we are part of his family when we have Jesus as our savior, and as the songs we learned and sang, they were all about being adopted that week. I grew more and more in regards to who I was. During this week, I realized that I was adopted by God. I was chosen by God. I was his child. He was my heavenly father, and I was part of his family. I knew this because of what I read in the Bible. And let me read Ephesians 1, 4 through 8. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in one, in the one he loves, which is Jesus. In him we have redemption 
through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. You know, looking back at that time, that particular summer at camp, it was pivotal for me. God was starting to give me my identity. And part of my identity, I learned, was I was adopted into God's family. And you know, I'm adopted myself. I was adopted as an infant. And being an adoptee, I realize how awesome it is that God decided to adopt us into his family. Because you see, when you're adopted in me, when I was adopted, I was given a new identity. I was given a new name, a new family. I had a new dad, a new mom, new brothers, sisters, grandparents, so on. I was given a new home and I was given a new birth certificate. When you are adopted, you have a completely new identity. So as a child, when I read this in the Bible and I was told that I was adopted by God, I knew what it meant. I knew what it meant in my soul because it already had happened to me in my life. So when I read that God adopted us, when we accept Jesus, he adopts us into his family. He wants to bring us and have us be part of his family. I had a new name. I was now a child of God. I had a new family. God was my heavenly father. Jesus, you could say, is my heavenly brother. And every one who accepts Jesus as their savior, accepts God's son, become my brothers and sisters in Christ. So I have brothers and sisters. I have a new home. Heaven is now my home. I am heaven bound. I have a new birth certificate, you could say, the day I accepted Jesus as my Savior was my new birthday, and he wrote my name in his book of life. Because I knew what adopted was like in my physical earthly life, I knew in my soul what it meant when God talked about being adopted, that he wanted to adopt us. These truths from God's word started to form my identity and have been foundational for my growth and identity as a person. Ladies, the beauty about adoption is that anyone can be adopted. There's no exclusions. God knew this and he chose, as we read in Ephesians from the beginning of time, to grow his family through adoption. So when anyone reads God's word, we can all get our identity from his word. His word doesn't change. Let me ask you again, ladies, who are you? From what we read in Ephesians, you are chosen. You are adopted when you have Jesus Christ as your savior. You are saved. You are holy and without fault through Jesus. Wow, what An awesome thought. And that is just the beginning of what God says in his word about who you are. Ladies, I have a printable today for you to be able to continue to be encouraged with God's word. And it says you are chosen. And that's from Ephesians that we uh, read in Ephesians 1, 4. Ladies, you are chosen. That is part of who you are. God chose you. And we also read, you are adopted. 
And if you would like to have a copy of the printable, there's a link in the description of this podcast. And if you are on my website, livingasustainablefaith.com, it is on my blog for March 2021. I want to encourage you, print it off and be encouraged and start getting your identity from the Lord, from his word, because it doesn't change. As this month continues, I want to continue to encourage you from God's word about what he says in his word about who you are. God has been God since the beginning of time. It says in Revelations twenty-two thirteen, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. God's word has stood the test of time. And so when we read in his word what he says about who we are, we can stand on that and we can be firmly footed and not let the world and the enemy toss us to and fro about who we are. We know who we are. And this week we read about that we are chosen, we are saved through Jesus, we are adopted into God's family, and he is our heavenly father. If you want to know about when I have new posts, podcasts, and printables, um, when they're ready, you can sign up for my email list. I want to encourage you to do that. You just go to livingasustainablefaith.com and up in the corner, click join my email list. And I would love to send you encouragement and let you know when encouragement is ready for you. And if you're on my podcast, I have a link in the description as well. Ladies, I want to thank you for joining me. And I look forward to talking with you next week on Talkable Tuesday as we continue to discover what God's word says about who you are. Ladies, may you have a super week. And I'm Krista with Living a Sustainable Faith.